it's like fixing the air temperature? No, it's water. It's 40, 1, 2. <laughs> it is the breathing. The breathing, my friend. Well, there's a current today. I have a rescue bag, actually. My name is Andrew Bice. I spent the last eight years riding a swell as a special warfare combatant crewman. I've had moments where I felt like I've been riding on tops of waves, and others where I feel pinned to the ocean floor under the whitewash. I've held many titles in my life. Son, husband, father, operator. Join me as I venture into a whole new role. This time, as a civvy. Welcome to Civvies, a podcast by MetroStar. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, today's episode of Civvies. I've got a man known by none, but loved by all, Chad Kanina, Kanani, Kunono. Uh, I think you pronounce it, uh, it's like cheese nips, but with a child. Nips child. Nips child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chad Nips child, uh, who's an awesome person um, I've gotten to know not, not early enough in my life. Um, he's someone I can relate to and just a good guy all around. So Chad, thanks for being here, man. No, appreciate for having me, man. Stoked. Yeah. Um, so one thing, you know, I like to start with is kind of who you are and where, how you got to where you're at now. Um, I know you're in the Navy like myself. You were on a different side of the house as an Intel guy, correct? Oh, that's correct. I was an Intel nerd for sure. What, uh, uh, I'm sure for those, those people out there, they have an image of their head and it's like, (laughs) It's like, uh, what is it? The Houston Control Center for NASA, like a big room. And then like the Jason Bourne where they have all the cameras of like all the Intel got all the ISR feeds, everything coming in. Is that a good idea? I think that's a super good idea. Like that's exactly, and we type really fast with pointer fingers. You know, (laughs) we just sit there with like that instead of using all all 10 uh, phalanges, if you will. Well, if you're firing on all 10 cylinders (laughs) with those things, you'd be, it'd be too much info. (laughs) You got to be careful. You know, you can only enhance so many times. Exactly. There it is. Um, but essentially it's the brains behind the guys running on the ground correctly. Like without you, there's only so much. I mean, there's definitely like, it's all about, you know, it's being, it's about being cyclic and using like the information you guys are seeing on the ground and then having our own resources as well. Like some of that ISR you talked about, some of the other information from the locals and putting it all together and, and helping really drive the operations. Right. So it's, it's, we're just one piece of the puzzle. I like that. But an intro, yeah, it all works together. They come together and it get, gets the job done. Did you have, um, you went, what college you go to? Yeah. So I guess quick background of me. So, uh, you know, went to, went to university of Maryland, studied environmental science because I could be outside every day. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. You know, like I think one of the tests were like, yeah, can you go off and identify plant species? And I was like, this is it for me. This, this is, is it. This is the spot. Then after that, you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to be the smartest. I'm going to go run some Intel stuff. So that's not actually officer. the exact opposite. Uh, I was like, you know what? Environmental science uh, probably is not going to pay the bills long term. And then I was at a recruit, <laughs> uh, a job fair and a guy from the Navy was like, hey, let me see your resume. Oh, and you know, I did okay in school. And he's <laughs> like, you'd be great to be a submariner. And I was like, that sounds wicked. Let's do it. Yeah, go chill in a submarine. Go, go chill. Yeah. In a, hey, it sounds cool, right? They do spooky stuff. Like that's fair. You know, that is fair. Long story short, 
went, got in, went, did the uh, OCS thing for, like, so when, when became an officer, went to uh, nuclear power school and, uh, and I failed. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> hey, when one door closes, what, what opened that? Dude, yeah. you got it. You got to start opening. So like I ended up like networking with a bunch of people um, and, and actually a mentor to this day, like helped me kind of find my strength and uh, believe it or not, it's not doing nuclear physics and being on submarine. Um, and it's fact like connecting the dots. So, yeah. Well, you seem like a very smart guy to me, Chad. <laughs> so you had me fooled, man. <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of people fooled. Yeah, so we'll keep, we'll keep that rolling. Yeah, I, yeah I, that for sure. Um, no, man, that's cool. So then, um, then you found yourself um, in that, that role. Um, as like an officer, like when you go through OCS and stuff, do they like, do they teach you certain things as far as like to establish dominance? I don't know, like. <laughs> Hey, you gotta like make you gotta separate yourself from the junior men or from the enlisted. You know, is there anything like that? I was just thinking about this randomly. It could be You know, I don't think there's like actual training. Like I can't remember someone saying like specifically don't do that. Yeah. I think um there's a like little bit of a culture there that comes from not just the Navy, like, but big military in general. Mm-hmm. Um and certainly, you know, there are like legitimate rules, like not to take this serious, but like yeah, hey, but- you can't you know, frat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, th- I think people get a little like, take that a little far sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I always try to like, my dad was enlisted. My grandpa was enlisted. Like the whole fam, I was, I was the first officer and I always try and listen to them and, you know, uh, more so than what I was being told on the, on the deck plates, if you will. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Cause I feel like with you and your personality, it's hard for me to be like, you know, don't take this in a, take this in a good way because it's it's meant to be taken that way. But um, I don't see you, you know, like I see you just broing down, say like being straight up, and I don't see you, like being a very assertive. You know, there's certain types of leaders, right? And I don't see you as like the I'm coming at you. You know, do as I say, or else you're gonna pay the man. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I think my style of leadership was like always directed internal. Like the only way I ever felt I could get the best out of my team is to just enable them. You know, like step aside and like make sure the man up top is, you know, I can divert him off the like, you know, not to say mistakes, but I own the mistakes that the team makes yeah. and then just enable them to do their best work. And that's like, I don't know, that's how I always ran my teams and, and certainly learned along the way um, how to do that. So it's, you know, we don't always have great leaders as, uh, you know, in charge of us, mm-hmm. um, but I think you can still learn from like the pros and cons from all of them for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent, I think. I think the world would be a better place if some of the leaders took on your your uh, attitude of leadership style. You know what I mean? Um, but hey, it's it's a tough spot, and um, you know, as long as the mission gets accomplished, you know, it is what it is. But um, you know, so um, after this, you landed a you got out. Obviously, here you are. Um, I think it's so there I was. So there you yeah there I was <laughs> right yeah. But I'm not going to go down that road. Brought the guests on for a reason so you can hear their story because it's gotta be said. Otherwise, people just want to hear me talk. They're gonna hear the same story over and over and over. Yeah. Versus somebody else where this is oh this is a cool way thing. I didn't know Chad failed out of something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like went this way and then did something really cool. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. How are they gonna relate to that then? I wish. So I, I was going back to that though. I maybe wish there would be a segment like 
hey, why do you, what, like, what happened when you failed? You're like, dude, I just, I'm just even, even you could probably take a cut of me saying like, I just carried on, like I took action, you know, and just leave it at that, you know? But the whole point I is I dwelled like, on it for nine hours, yeah, bro, like, and then just failed every, every but, but I think that's life. like important for folks, because I think a lot of folks, I think a lot of, I don't know how many people you've talked to, but like, I've definitely talked to some folks who are like, yeah, I feel like I failed because I'm like not part of the team anymore. Yeah. And like, I haven't, I like gave up, you know? Um, yeah, like you quit the team. Like, like you, you quit, quit the, like, yeah. no, you didn't quit the team. And like, you certainly didn't fail because you, you didn't get your first job interview, you know? Yeah. Um, man, like, uh, fail, like failing that first job interview is like, I think critical because you just realize it doesn't matter. Yeah, guess what? And then, you know, I, dude, there's one job I applied for. It's my second, it's going to be my second failure, right? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I did, you know, because you make the final interview round. You yeah. finally get there. You're like, oh, they spent a lot of time on me. They're going to say yes. But then you get there and there was like another no. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Like, I'm glad that, like, that one was like less shock. Then yeah. I could actually look at it. Like, you know what? I'm glad they said no because I wouldn't have been happy there anyway. Yeah. Like, 100%. It wouldn't have been a good fit. And I would have no. left another, what, two weeks later? Dude, I mean, or lied to myself and been stuck there forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I had that both in interview and and when I failed out of power school. Like when I went to OCS, they thought I was a pilot. <laughs> like, dude, you're way too chill to go to power yeah. school. Like, no, no shit. Like one of the chiefs, like, yeah, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> you're not gonna fit in. Straight up. Like, yeah. Well, they, you know what? They were damn. They were damn right. <laughs> but now you find yourself. You work for a tech company currently. Yep. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Um, how was that? Like, was it an easy, like a make sense transition? Like, Hey, this is there. Like, I'm going to go for it. Yes. I think I was always interested in tech and like, even, uh, in my like college days, like did some cool research at some super nerd places that did physics and stuff. Um, but I think tech's like a really interesting place to be even now, like, as we're saying, like people are getting, you know, laid off and stuff, but it's, it's quite frankly, the future, it's the leaning forward part. It's a lot of like, what I really enjoyed about Intel of like, hey, let's collect all the all these information points and then help drive, you know, the guys forward. And in this sense, it's like, how do we drive the market forward? And the company I'm working for now, you know, we we literally are an intelligence company. And um our whole goal is to like help people fuse like the cybersecurity and physical space and use intelligence like to make their businesses more efficient and more effective. And like to me that's pretty cool and, and it's pretty rewarding too. Yeah, for sure. And then with that, is there like limitations? Because your information is only good, like as fast as you get it, as accurate as it is. You know what I mean? Like, is there, there's got to be certain things that come into play here to be like, this makes Intel good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we'll use this, like this makes sense versus like going off of bad Intel. Does that make sense? I I think it it boils down to like what we're taught in school as, as Intel nerds, right? It's like got to be timely. It's got to be relevant. It's got to be unbiased, yeah. right? And I think I think in today's world, it's really hard to have that. Like the information age is is gone and over. You know, now we need to figure out how to get the right information to the right people at the right time, like and, and curate it all together. You know? Yeah, I don't think that's probably an easy task, but considering how saturated the flow of information in today's world is, like. If you want something on your, whatever, on your phone, it's there. Like you can read, my kid's sick, right? Yeah. And I have a, I have a, a big ingest of data. Like, okay, here are the signs, here are the symptoms. And then there's obviously other factors that aren't taken into play here. But, you know, my wife will look at something as my kid has a cough and she goes, oh no, I just pulled it up on Google. 
I think he's got some crazy disease and I think he's going to die in a week or something. You know what I mean? It's like very, there's extreme cases, yeah. right? And it's how to sift, what to sift. Exactly. And that's, I think that's what like intelligence is, right? It's, it's not, it's kind of t- boiling that information down into wisdom, right? Like your parent, like your wife's a parent, you well know that there's a, it's in the art of the possible, but I think like boiling it, boiling down to like military days, like what's the most likely and what's the most dangerous. Yeah. We can talk about the most dangerous and like the what ifs all day long, but like you got to use your, like the information about your surroundings and like what you do know and what you know, you don't know and boil that down to the most likely, you know? Now, uh, yeah, that definitely makes sense. That's crazy because, you know, like, what do they say? You can like, and you can think of a billion plans, whatever, try to think of, take what X amount of hours trying to figure out the perfect plan versus executing a non-perfect plan right away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I butchered that quote, but I think it's 10 out of 10 actually. Yeah. You're stoking me up. <laughs> yeah. I'll just make up my own quote. You know what I mean? Just do something, bro. Cause it's better than not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. There's that. There's the quote uh, for you. Um, no man. So do you find as when you went through that transition process, do you think, um, maybe you struggled with something you weren't expecting, um, or maybe hit up any roadblocks that weren't there? Were you, were you in a pretty good spot the whole time you think? I think, you know, from, I, I'll tell you, say this, like I just thoroughly enjoyed like the networking and like navigating the journey and finding finding out like where, what I don't like, I think it's a lot harder and I'm still like struggling with this now. Like, like what is that thing? And I, and I think, you know, maybe it's like a cultural piece of like, oh yeah, everybody's got to have that like perfect image and like perfect life work balance. But, um, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a friend the, the other day while I was on travel about this and she's like, you know, like life ebbs and flows. And so like figuring out like where I'm, where I am in the flow state, you know, like am I, going through pumping waves right now or is it like a little bit glassy and I need to like take a chill (laughs) pill. Um, and that's, that's definitely something that I like struggle with on a daily, like on the daily, you know, like, is, is it the right place? Like, is it the right time? Like, am I doing the right job? Could I have gotten more? Yeah. You know? Um, so I think there's a lot that just like keeps flowing, you know? Well, for sure. And you can, you can get in your own head and make things either better or worse, no matter the situation. Right. Absolutely. But the thing is, you're never going to get away from yourself. Yeah. You know? So like now, now this begs another question. Is this going to, are you going to be stuck in this state for the rest of your life? Like, is it, are you ever going to be like, "Bing, I'm here. Like, this is it. I'm in the perfect spot. Like everything's no questions. You know what I mean? Are you always going to be looking for that next thrill, that next, that next part? I mean, me as a person, I think I'm always looking for the next thing, but like, luckily I have like some awesome friends to like help keep help, help me stay grounded. And I think that's like, I'll say something that I've definitely learned in this transition is like, and to all the other vets out there transitioning, like it's one huge community. And that's, what's so cool because those there's, there's people on all sorts of the spectrum. Right. And the people who are exact opposite of you, like it sounds crazy, but sometimes you got to like, you got to meet them in the middle. You know what I mean? And whether it's like politics, religion, way of thinking, like having someone who's a way more on the opposite side, like helps, helps bring you back a little bit. And I thought I've found that like super helpful, just talking to other vets and, uh, you know, not to say have like a little bro out sesh, but like giving them a phone call, yeah. keeping that community, you know? No, I agree. I think I, I agree with you a hundred percent on the vet community is stronger than way much, way stronger than I thought. I was like, dude, this thing's a joke. Here we go. Cause think about 
where we were. We were in a spot where we had, you had your job, right? So you had your purpose. You kind of knew what it looked like. You had your friends, right? And you kind of got used to it. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you transition, it's almost like you're, it's just cut a little bit. You know what I mean? Now I went from having like 20 close friends that I've spent like 90% of my time with to maybe calling like three, maybe four guys tops. You know what I mean? Like on a regular basis. Yeah. And then, you know, now my wife has to deal with me and like, be like, oh, yeah. I don't remember you being like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's, I think it's the same way. And you know, it's, it's like a, you've been on a sports team all your life. And then all of a sudden, like the sports team isn't there like that, that bro time. And I, I do think that's tough, but back to like the relying, relying on your core group of good dudes um, is critical. And that's like, I know like we were both on the soft side, but I don't think that matters. I think you can get in a room with any other vet and you still understood and understand what they overall went through. And I think that's like a really cool bond um, that continues to kind of like build a community, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. hundred percent. And then, you know, we all signed up no matter what job you ended up doing, we all signed up for like, you know, to help each other out, help others out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. core, there's a, the core of the, the military is like, Hey, you're a good person. You know what I mean? There's usually good people around. Usually <laughs> <laughs> they made an exception for you, Chad. I know. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go home now. <laughs> No, man. Um, yeah, I think the community part is strong. And I think, I think when people lose sight of or lose um, that community feel and don't try to reach out to other people or don't want to show emotion, then I think they start to go down maybe a darker path than they need to be or face more demons uh, than they should. I, I totally agree. And that's like the back to like getting in your head, you know, and, yeah. and just we're always... We're always taking, you know, when you're in the military, you're always taking action. Like you're always, it's always the next thing. Um, And in a weird way, you know, I think there's a fine balance between being reflective and finding out who you are after transition, but also, you know, like not digging that hole and, and then just taking action and trying something, you know, like you don't have to like your first job, you know, you can, you can still do the what if thing, but the whole idea is like you found out, Hey, you know, these types of people, like not my type of people. Yeah. Um, hundred percent. yeah, I had a buddy the other day who was like, you know what? I joined this company because I did not want to do that job, but because the people were so awesome, like they keep me level-headed and like keep me motivated to be there every day. And that's, that's where, that's where I want to be. Like, that's your priorities. That's cool. You know? Dude, that is awesome. And here's something to think about too, is every single person has a different priority set to them. Like, Oh, hundred percent. I could work like that guy can work just because he wants to like bro down and have a great relationship with the people he works with. Or you could have the guy who's looking for the for the opposite. I'm going to go to Wall Street. I don't want. I'm just going to grind all day, and I just want to make bank. But I think that's okay. And I'll also 100%. even I'll also even say like back to that flow thing. You know, like you can change your mind at different points in your life. You know, like maybe you're a single dude. Like I'm married without kids, and I love my wife. You know, but and we've had some like awesome times traveling, and doing different things. Now that life's a little bit slower, but like life changes, you know, like there might be a time where, Hey, like I need to grind for the family or the opposite. Like, Hey, I need to, you know, hold back. Like it's time to time to chill and get, get nuggets in the water, you know? <laughs> hey, when that day comes, let me know. Dude. We'll, we'll bring all the kids out. It'll be a wild day. We'll send. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, no, Chad, that's great, man. I know, I know people struggle as far as like, cause in the military, you sign up to do something for, a, a contract is like, Hey, I was, I was did this for six years. I did additional two years on, I'm going to be there. I'm committed. And then when you get out in the real world, you're like, 
hey, you don't like your job, you can you can leave. <laughs> people are like, I don't, you know it's, what I mean? Some day, people feel guilty about it too. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm going to be betraying what I said. You know what I mean? Almost like I went against my word or something, but it's just a different, a different scene, a different world. And it's, and it's, and it, you know, in, a, in some ways, like it's respectable too. Like if you have respect for yourself, other people are going to have respect for you too. I mean, like, sure. There's going to be those one-offs that are like, oh, you, you're, you're terrible. And you know what, you know, like screw those people. Like they just don't even, you know, like they don't matter. Like clearly that wasn't, if they're saying that, like you weren't in the, probably weren't in the right space anyways, and you're making the right decision. Like that's my, my perspective. Yeah. hundred percent. If there's somebody who's like, I don't want the best for you. Cause I'm more concerned about myself. Like, yeah. Like he was a good person. Anyway, it was a good fit. You should be yeah, happy. Get, get out of there. Yeah. You know, dude, a hundred percent. Uh, do you, as far as like now where you're at, is there like, you know, you're in the, you're in the tech space, obviously. Yep. Right. I kind of found myself in the tech space. Crazy Some, how that worked out. I, I remember know. that phone call. Dude, I know. Cause that's <laughs> true. Yeah, I pretty much told Chad, I was like, Hey dude, I don't know how I joined you in, in kind of the same realm, but here I am. Cause, cause here's something to think about is like, what's my background? Where was I like spending my time? Like if you do like, um, a job matcher, they have a, the things online and it'll put like what you did in the military, translate it to the real world. And this is what you should be looking for. I was like, hell yeah, this is going to figure it all out for me. It's like, okay, you're either going to run security detail or work on a boat somewhere. And I was like, Okay. Yeah. Maybe there's still time. Yeah, I know. Right. I could end up there, but I was like, I don't know. And then I ended up in a field completely different, but it had, it hit all the check marks and I wasn't expecting it. And it's been above and beyond better than what I thought, which is, which is a plus. Yeah. That's super cool. Right. I know it's not like that for everyone, but you know, I think for me, I get to lean on what I liked, which was I'm still involved, like helping the men and women out of of the military and then purpose, you know, it's all there. And now I get more time at home with my family. That's which is, huge, man. That's so cool. I know. The Unreal. military is going to come and shut, the, shut us down because they're like, oh, you guys are converting everyone to get out of the military. But <laughs> Well, uh, you know, on that's a great point too because I think having it, like, again, building that community piece, like, from a, from a culture perspective, like, I, I would, if I had to do it again, I would join again. And, like, and part of it's because, like, the experiences that I was able to have, like, you know, really helped propel my own personal career, but also like, I think it helped shape me one for like the different parts, being in different parts of the world and having that opportunity to go there. And then also just the diversity that's within the military, like different people that you have to work with and, and quite frankly lead, like I didn't get along with everybody, especially like as an officer, I had people that definitely did it, you know, you like not say went to, went to, went to fist with but like there are definitely people didn't get along with but it forced me to like learn how to adapt like learn my style and then adapt that to other people and then uh you know utilize their strengths and weaknesses and i think that's like um and then like at the end of the day bring that community together because we all served and even even if i saw that you know those folks in the street that maybe like didn't get along super well like yeah i'd give them a handshake like 100 percent yeah um because i know we still served uh, for the same mission. I think that's really cool. And I, I almost wish like everybody could at least take a few years and, you know, you get at that dude. That's hilarious. Um, I've I had that conversation earlier. It was with a guy where like, you know, mandatory service for two years for everyone or, you know what I mean? We're but just down that military, road. you know, you could like be a wildland firefighter, like just go work for the government, meet some other dudes from around the country, you yeah. know? And guess what? Even if you hate it, now you have something to talk about, <laughs> like with those guys that you hated it with. So there I was. Yeah. Hated my job. Yeah, and was, now I'm loving it. Yeah. Now I know what I don't like. <laughs> and that sucked. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's funny. Um, I mean, like you said, it's like it, everything is a path and you don't know what leads where. Think about four years from now, three years from now, whatever. Like That's food, a long ways. I know. It's like 900 days. Oh, that's like so much I can't even think <laughs> about it. But like you don't know where you're going to be and there's like you don't know what's going to change. Like you could be yoked out of your mind in five years. Or the opposite for sure. Like I don't think I can slonk eggs as well as you can, but you know. I think you can. I think we're going to get one out right now. So let's go. I'm serious. I'm getting you an egg. We can knock them yeah, on this. Knock it, uh, we can knock them on here. Yeah, let's okay. do it. All right. I can feel this one feels good. Let me get a little cheers. Here you go. Wow, that was a nice tap. Pretty nice. Oh, man. I've never done this before. This wait, wait. Do I do two? Do I do, do I, Whatever wait. it takes. It's like shotgunning a beer, however it goes down. Dude, not bad. Not bad. A little, a little messy. A little messy. I can deal though. You know, first timer, dude. That was my first uh, slump. Really? Yeah. And how do you feel? I don't know. I feel like I just got a shot of protein. He's ready. He's ready. Always ready. You know, <laughs> Chad, for your hat, man. It says "Live Simply." Yeah. Um, when I first, so I had this expectation. You know, kind of the job you're at, like in the tech space. You know, you're an officer. So I was thinking, you know, I had my head like, it's obviously a bad perception, but it was like, <laughs> no, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be living high off the hog. It's going to be like some a nice house. You know what I mean? And then I get over there and it was just kind of like almost a 180 of what I had because, you know, I expected you to be like in all the time with tech, everything nonstop. And I get there and there's like no TV downstairs. There was, it was just like a very simple, completely opposite of what I had in my head. Yeah, I still have the beanbag from, from my college days <laughs> in the living room. Yeah, there was like nothing there. Was my like, wife's trying to get rid of it, but like you know, we don't need any more furniture, you know? Yeah, like to, to do that though, it's like such a, such a simplistic lifestyle and age that is being, where you're constantly bombarded no matter what it is on your phone, um, on the computer. It's like you can't separate anymore. You know what I mean? It's like rare for people to separate, to yeah, just to I, get away from it. And I feel like you are there. I don't know. I think it's like, it's, it's hard certainly because, you know, and even being an Intel, like you, and, and now in te the tech space, you're always, to your point, you're always on like, Hey, I got to know this and I got to know this information, but it's almost, it's again, all about balance. Like to me, come off and like, I have a couch and a beanbag, you know, like pick up a book. Like there's something grounding about that. And I think that's like really cool. And, and quite frankly, like it's who I am, it, you know, it's who I am. It's just simple. Like I don't need all the best things. Um, I just want to be around like cool people and, and do cool things with them. You know, so do you think like not having that stuff forces you to do things like that and get away from, you know, I don't want to say the evils of the world, I don't, but I don't think it like forces me, but I think it enables me a hundred percent, you know, like if we're sitting, sitting around, uh, you know, on a weekend, it's like, what do you want to do? Let's like go outside. Let's go for a surf. Even, you know, sometimes I don't want to go when the waves aren't good. You know, who, who wants to surf like terrible waves, but at the same time, like, let's try and go do something, you know? Um, and instead of just like laying on the couch all day and watching Netflix, like, don't get me wrong. There's time for that. Right. And another 100%. thing too, like, I want to make clear, like, I respect people that do that. Like it's your life decision and it's up to you. Um, it's just not how I want to live my life, you know? Yeah. 
No, that's fair. And I think that's an important piece is like, you know, everyone's different. They have their own view of what they want and what's what they're where they're at and they're comfortable with it. And it's hard to push one extreme versus the other, wherever you will fall on the spectrum, but to be to lose like that side of that human respect, like that. I think it's like that's where it's important to listen. And I think like, you know, transitioning to like back to this, you know, the transition like civilian life piece open your door and listen. Like you don't have to agree with anybody. In fact, you may think they're total bogus, but even just by listening to more people, like that's going to make you more grounded, more, you know, uh, that's going to help you discover who you are more quickly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. And then as far as like, you know, you talked about like religion and politics earlier and you're told never to talk these things like ever. And it's like, almost like at this point, it's like, are we ever going to talk about it? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe we should start talking about it just because not to offend anyone. Oh, you're going there. I love it. Is this crazy? It's not crazy. It's like, I just met you. <laughs> Here we go. Another <laughs> a song reference. Chad's known for song references. If you do another one, I'm going to, I'll call you out on another one. All on me. <laughs> I'm done. This interview's over. <laughs> but I think, I think people are afraid to go certain uh, places. So they don't offend anyone. I mean, there's a way to be respectful and still talk and have and disagree. Absolutely. I, and, and I think it's important to bring those things up because, again, it opens the envelope and it becomes, you know, you shouldn't see it as you're the only person that's right. It's like, that's just your view. You know, like everybody has their own view of the military. Everybody has their own view of soft, you know, and you can read the news and sway whichever way you want. It really doesn't matter is, again, it comes back down to like, do you know who you are? And like, why do you believe in something? And that's fine. But just be willing to have like that open, honest conversation with yourself and with other people. But also uh, to your point, like, don't be afraid to be, be respectful and just say, Hey, I like, I don't want to talk about this or Hey man, like I don't feel comfortable with you saying X, Y, or Z. Cause I think that's where the translation gets lost, you know? And even as a vet, if someone I've had conversations where people started asking me like, Oh, well you're an Intel guy. Like, James Bond, blah, blah, like, tell me a cool story. It's oh, like, yeah, dude, up. like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Like we haven't got to that point, but it's also, I can't get mad at him for doing that. I just could be like, Hey man, like it was a good time and I'm glad I did what I did. And like, I volunteered for that job and wanted to be there, but I, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable just opening up to you like <laughs> day one, like, so there I was, yeah. like, you know, and I had my trench coat on <laughs> and I was open, you know, open up the doors and you know, Dude, yeah, there's a respectful way to re-guide the situation, like to where everyone's happy. Exactly. But I think you yeah, just have to remember that's like, man. like you're you and you know, um, you're allowed to be the humble dude that want that can move out in the middle of the country. And you can also be the dude that's like, Hey, like, let's bring it. Let's get on every podcast. Yeah. I mean, here I am on your freaking podcast, you know? <laughs> what a sellout, dude. Oh. <laughs> no, that's fair, dude. Yeah, and like where people end up could be completely opposite. Like you said, you know, you got those guys who go dark, they run off in the middle of nowhere. They don't want to deal with, I don't want to say they don't want to deal with their past. It's not the right way to say it, but they either like just try to separate and just get a change Mm -hmm. or there's people who still kind of stay in it or they can go contracting. You know what I mean? They can still get a taste if they want or, or they want to embrace it. Um, but a lot of, a lot of stuff is kind of, perceptions reality with what we're what we're being fed you know with tv shows and you know what i mean i went to a paramedic refresher as a medic 
And um, one guy, we're going over like needle decompressions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you're familiar. Just drop the yep. needle right here. Um, anyway, long story short, but guys, I, it's usually used for like gunshot wounds into the like the lungs area. And one guy like stopped and interrupted, and he's like, "Aren't you? Haven't you done like a hundred of these? Like, you know, on like real life, like in real life situations? You know what I mean? And like they just had that in their head. Yeah, you know, like." Oh, this guy, it's insane. And I was like, no, I haven't done it in the real world. Like I'm, I'll be straight with you guys. Yeah. I'm not going to try to be something I'm not right. But you know, you can get plenty of those like real life reputation repetitions out as a hospital, as an ER doc or whatever, or running, yeah. running on an ambulance. You know what I mean? In New Orleans or wherever the hell you are. No, hundred percent. But I think it also goes the other way too. Like there's one, one instance of being like honest and having like humility. And then there's the other side of like, yeah, I've actually done like some pretty, pretty cool stuff. And I think that's the, actually for me helping some vets, like get some jobs right now. Like that's been the fun part. So like, cool. You're an Intel analyst. Like you did all these, all these things. Like, how do we tell that story without one blurring the lines for like legitimate, um, you know, secrets, secrets yeah, like like that, yeah. but, but also like, you know, what's the, so what of that? So cool. You led a hundred people, you led 10 people conducting analysis and then ultimately you build this analysis you build a plan and you convince someone to take action on it like that's huge you know what i mean it doesn't matter what that thing was and even for folks that weren't you know in intel like you can't you you brought in all the data points you took it you built a plan and then you gave it to your superiors and influenced them to do that and it resulted in what you know like only got better you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like that's cool. And, and you can't be afraid to like tell those stories um, instead of just like sitting in your shell and, and, you know, you read your resume and it looks like, you know, a fit rep or whatever, you know, reporting you're using. Yeah. You just use the last bullet points from your eval and you just yeah. throw them over and like hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. You're like, was superior sustained performance? Like, dude, no, like <laughs> get out of here. The real world ain't going to eat like, that up. But like, here's a rip. But, and, and two, like, I think that's why, that's what's been really fun for me is like helping people um, like translate their skills. Right. And I've seen like you do some of the same stuff, you know? It's yeah. Pretty cool. I mean, yeah, for sure. Cause I was, I was struggling with the same stuff. You know what I mean? I was like, how is this like, you know, maybe I did X, Y, Z and it sounds cool. It looks cool. I, like, this is what I like, but it's like when the person at the other end gets that, they're just going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. This yeah. is, this might as well be like in hieroglyphics or whatever. Yeah, so Chad, as far as like uh, pushing yourself and kind of, you know, keeping yourself, I don't want to say engaged, but like going and wanting more, you know, do you, do you find yourself like looking for something like that to, to kind of keep yourself? Oh, totally. And I I think too, like, you know, back to that being on the, being on the sports team that like is the military, you know, whether or not you're competitive or, or, uh, or not, you, they're all, you know, you got to run fast. You got to meet these times. And, uh, and like, I do miss that, like being with the guys and like, Hey, let's go for a swim or, um, that kind of stuff. And I think now, you know, I find that still in, still in the community, whether it's, uh, you know, asking you like, dude, what's the, what's the competition for today? I should be like hundred oh, yeah. pushups. Let's go. And <laughs> that's, then the, yeah, next that's thing actually, you know, that really happens. <laughs> that, it's like a daily challenge, do random stuff. Yeah. To, to be fair, I, I crushed Bice. Uh, I just want for the record, I think I got my pushups in like four minutes and his was doubled. That's, uh, Let's edit that part out. Okay. We don't need to hear that. No, Chad didn't beat me. Um, he beat a, a collegiate swimmer the other day too. So he's not humble. I'll throw that out there. Wow. But, throw me uh, under the bus. I know. 
Yeah, but you, you know, you keep referencing like the military is like a sports team. Do you ever feel there's a, there's one, there's like three memories I have in my life that like, honestly, like always pop up is like, that one was tough. It was like a tough memory. Yeah. And you know what one of them is, is I played, uh, I played lacrosse at Texas Tech yeah. and we have a rival, right? And I got, it was like a, we're doing a tournament and I got injured the game before. Yeah. So I missed, so I had to sit on the sidelines uh, during that, that, the game for us against our rival. And I just felt like I wasn't contributing and I couldn't help out. And I just wanted to go in. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, eat me up inside. Like now that you're out of the team at the, at the you know, you're away yeah. from your, your sports team. Now you're kind of back on the sideline and you'll watch stuff on the news or you'll hear about, or your buddy will hit you up. Yeah. And you'll be like, Oh, like, and you're deep inside. I think there's a part of you that maybe uh, like, they're totally still, they totally miss it. Totally miss it. But I think like, uh, one, you have to accept that, you know, like you have to accept you miss it and that's okay. You know, it's such a big part of our lives and all of a sudden like it's not there anymore. So that's okay. But, but I think flexing yourself and like pushing yourself in other ways, um, like y- you can kind of start to move, uh, move away from that and like finding out like challenges in your community, you know, like signing up for a 5k or like, uh, I joined, there's a, there's a crew here in Virginia beach that does, uh, chili dips. They do cold dips every day. Seven days a week, right? You, at least, at least during the winter. So yeah. So you're saying like right now you can just jump in with them today. Oh, we're gonna go we're gonna do it, I think. And uh, you know, I think you can't see the film crew, but they're shaking their heads no. But they are gonna they're gonna get in the cold water. We're gonna have like a little mental yep. challenge. It's gonna be awesome, you know. This is such a beautiful drive, though. Like honestly, it's so cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's super cool because it's really part of like Virginia Beach. Not everyone knows about. Um, and it's just be like, there's miles of trails back here, man. It's like super fun to just come back here and get lost. Uh, is this it right here? Yeah, dude, we're going to dip right here. I'm going to hit, uh, That's not bad. hit up um, your per- people that don't come. <laughs> oh yeah. This is more, I guess it's more community piece. Than it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a big piece of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause we talked about leaving the community and like losing that. And then it's just like, Hey, there's other stuff out there. Yeah. You just gotta and you know, you got to find, you know, small groups. Like I have a really small, a Bible fellowship mm-hmm. that I go just literally called Home Bible Fellowship. That kept me real stable for so long. And then I just started growing my community, whether it be through. I'm so proud of you right now. I know, man. You're doing good. Let's get crowd. You know, uh, your knees are knocking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at four minutes. You want to like get a little? Yeah, sure. Ready? Yeah. I'm very proud. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, ah! A seal. Who's <laughs> that? <laughs> it's supposed to be really windy tomorrow. Yeah, because I'm like I'm not doing any heavy wind. It's supposed to be like gusting to like 25 plus. 16 miles. Like so. You know, like, it's so funny, too, because things like that, you know, back to, like, taking action and pushing yourself a little bit, whether, again, whether it's, like, mentally or physically or just learning new things, that really does, like, keep, keep me focused. Like, when you're in cold water, there's legitimately nothing you can think about except for breathing and, like, internalizing like legitimately living. Like, you're freezing cold, you know? The water's 40, I think, 44 degrees right now. You know, like it's cold. Yeah. But everything else like floats away. 
you're just sitting there like trying to maintain your breath. It's, it's awesome. Dude, this like, is just like your house, how it enables you to escape. Now you have another thing that whatever, whatever hobby or passion you're going for, it just ena- it's another form that enables you to escape. You know I, what I mean? You know, I don't think it, again, like escape's got that negative connotation. Oh, here you go. Dude, it's all about, you know. Embrace. Like you could say embrace who you are too, right? Is that? I love, I love, uh, Nassim Tlaib's book, Anti-Fragile. It's like, it's not about resilience. It's not about just like pushing through the wall, right? It's all about becoming better from experiences. You know, like you do something really, that's really hard and you get better from it. Instead of just like break through the wall, you can like, resilience said you break through the wall and you keep going. Anti-Fragile says that you break through the wall and you actually like get better. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to come out of that way better of a person than you were before. And that's like, I firmly believe that. No, that's cool. I mean, all life is, is just different experiences every day. Yeah. You know, you can't plan for it. That's the best part of it. You exactly. don't know what's coming. Exactly. That's, you know? Yeah. That's the scary part too, though. That's why people don't get out. People scare themselves in a way to stay in the military too. Sometimes not oh, yeah. for everyone. And it's scary. And I, I think just like have it thinking about it and like being able to accept again, like who you are. Cause there's some people Man, that like I wish could stay in the military forever. You know, like they like actually like fifty years in the military. Like they like they need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure you like had a few folks and uh, that were like that throughout your career. But then there's also you know, it is hard. Like oh, I only did eight years. Like there's you get to that sixteen, seventeen year mark and things aren't going your way. Maybe like from a command perspective, a leadership perspective, whatever it may be. But you got it. But you're staying. You're staying there. You know, like why would you give up that retirement and all that stuff? And that's like that's hard decisions. You know, yeah, that's tough. No, that is tough. Well, think about. I mean, I was it tough for you at eight years to get out? (sighs) Yes and no. Again, like I, I miss, I miss being part of the team. I miss certain aspects. Certain aspects. But I think I have so much freedom over my life now. Yeah, and also, you know. Some people complain, and one of my personal things is like, "Hey, le- leadership isn't always always the best." Like, I definitely don't get me wrong. I had some like phenomenal leaders, ph- some phenomenal mentors, but I kind of looked up the chain, and I was like, "I don't know that I want to be any of those people," you know? Yeah. And so, like for me, it's, it's time. Yeah. You know? yeah and you got to you got to find the time. And hey, look, eighty percent solution. I don't got to be a hundred percent positive. This is right. You just got to take the steps and take action. You know? Yeah. That that first initial step. Is yeah. You just got to get it going. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I definitely, I struggled because I liked, the, you know, I liked the job. I liked some, some parts to it. You know, I love the, the physical, the physical parts, you know, you're challenging yourself, pushing yourself, um, you know, but I would be a liar if I said uh, my family piece yeah. wasn't getting overlooked or maybe nourished as much as it should. Yeah, hundred percent. And, you know, I battled with that obviously. And then, you know, to come to terms with that and then to see my kid, like I could have an off day. Or I could be like, oh man, I really miss it. You know what I mean? I want to go jump out of a plane or something weird, right? Like I need to fill it. And then, you know, my kid will run up to me or, you know what I mean? I'll just get yeah, a hug so real cool. quick. And I'm like, like it's there, man. I'm back. I'm right back. I'm where I should be. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It fills, it fills it more. It fills the soul. Yeah. 100%. And more importantly, fills your head of hair. That, yeah. Hey, and it's going to be going pretty soon, man. I know I'm going to be fat and bald, you know, it's yeah. coming for Like me. embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but hey, I'll be there. <laughs> Let her, you're going to be there first, though. Letter Buck. Letter Buck. I don't know that one. Is that a song reference again? No, I think that's just a, you know, like, save a horse, Letter Buck. Like, let's go. 
I've never heard that. Really? Oh, dude, I had a roommate that used to say letter buck all the time. He's from South Dakota, though. Okay. Yeah, different role. Yeah, diff- to- came from a farm ranch, you know. That's cool. Yeah. You got a, fan, awesome. a farmer, like an environmentalist. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong, dude? You guys could fix the world's problems in a heartbeat. No, I don't know about that, you know? <laughs> well, cool, man. Let's go hit that cold tub and readjust, man. I need I, yeah, my wait, mind's wait. off. Hit the cold tub with the camera crew. Yeah, once you go numb, then it can just chill. I got seven. Guys, we're at six and a half, so yeah, yeah. we forgot. We forgot. Time just yeah. No, no, you won by a lot. Hey, buddy. Yeah, so Chad took me to this this wondrous place out in the woods with some water. We were just some crazy people out here getting in the cold the cold water. Um, who are you and what's going on here? I'm Amy Brett, born and raised right here in Virginia Beach. And uh, three years ago, I was laying on the couch and it was turning wintertime. And I needed to figure out a way for winter to not eat me up mentally. Oh, uh, just without the sun exposure and just yeah. being trapped inside and kind of getting those those winter blues that a lot of people refer to yeah and this has been a savior an absolute savior every for three winters now now in the summertime i can't wait for winter you're actually looking forward to winter versus dreading it because i'm a i'm a heat girl i like costa rica i like deep sweat so i noticed when i got out of here i had that bump this is like the burr buzz you know so that's what we started calling it and um got through winter and that's awesome it seems like you built a little community around that as well right yeah like i just got a little taste and it's just people are having a good time and you know what i mean it's it's awesome, and I, I think it's going to keep growing, and hopefully grow. just keep spreading that cheer around, which is awesome. What's crazy is, like, my body didn't start responding until, like, right now the car. So all those interviews, you just look really cool. I was, but I was fine, and now it's, like, kicking in. I know, Chad, I know you, actually, I know you, before we bounce, I know you talk to a lot, because you still go back to the Honor Foundation, which yep. is which is a program, for those who don't know, um, you know, a transitioning program for those getting out of special operation forces and trying to find their civilian career. And Chad, I know you you still speak or, you know, volunteer your time, right? speaks a, a too much uh, of a highly rated term. I like to think you of talk, it as... You talk a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think, you know, last time I went in sandals and a button-up and said, instead of grabbing a cup of coffee and networking with me in a professional setting, let's go for a surf. So... That's what I can provide to the community. Did anyone take you up on it? Not uh, yet, but they're thinking then, about it, right? You know, I know they're thinking about it. And I'm okay walking away with no initial contacts in my in my hand. But you know what? I'll see them out in the waves. They'll come around. Yeah, dude. But I think, I think too, is I think you being open and saying, hey, I'm open to talk. I think that's the most important piece. And I hope, I hope people take advantage and just reach out to anyone. Like, I don't care who it is, but I think... No, if you're 100%. looking for something, you're doing something big, just talk. Who knows where it's going to lead? Absolutely. You and, never and, you know. know, it's funny because I even saw, I met a random vet that wasn't even a part of the Honor Foundation or anything. Yeah. Um, at a, at a actually shaping surfboards, believe it or not. Well, maybe some of you won't actually believe that, but <laughs> <laughs> shaping surfboards. But she was like looking for a job. And I'm like, hey, send me, like, let's chat. Like, let me, let me help you, like, train, like tailor your resume. Let me help you, like look for a few jobs and like she's going to school and how does she balance an internship? And like, I love getting part of those conversations and 
you know, I may not be able to give her a job, but I can certainly like link her up to other folks and, you know, give her the confidence to keep going, you know, take action. Like let's, you know, shake and bacon, baby. Dude, I love it. Uh, I love that because like I said, man, you can, you maybe don't know the answer, but you're going to connect somebody and they will. And then look what, like, did you got to feel good? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's satisfying. Like it fills the soul. It really does like helping people out. And, um, you know, I think that keeps, that's what also keeps bringing me back to like help, help the community. Right. It's all about the community. hundred percent. The world's a brighter place with people like you in it, Chad. I got to say it, you know, like think global, act local. You know what I'm saying, bro? Love it. Well, Chad, thanks for your time today, man. I greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, your personality shines through like it's legit. And you know, the smiles and the personality you bring and that radiates other people. It's seen, man. And, And the biggest part is you're actually helping people and like it shows. All right. So it's, it's awesome. Keep up the good work. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you or reach out to you, um, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So first thing, thanks for having me, man. And like to all you out there, like keep staying soaked, keep vibing, keep having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Um, keep crushing life. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, uh, Bice actually screens every single one of my calls. <laughs> so, uh, you can Here reach out, you can reach out to Bice or, you know, hit me up on LinkedIn. Chad, uh, Nipshout, don't get it confused with cheese nips. There it is. Rock and roll. Civvies is proudly brought to you by producer and sponsor MetroStar, a global digital services and solutions provider. Life transitions are hard without the pressure of finding a new job. Veterans at MetroStar have built a close-knit group within the organization and are eager to help you on your new path. To explore career opportunities and life at MetroStar, visit metrostar.com slash veterans. We'll link that and other career pages in the show notes. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Civvies, presented by MetroStar. If you want to learn more about Civvies or MetroStar, just want to reach out. Check out the links in the description. I'll catch you all on the next one. Might have to do a lot of <laughs> editing to do because this is what happens when we get together. So this I apologize. This is going to be a different advance. flavor. This is going to be cool. All right, everything's good. I'll do the intro and then we'll fly. Yeah, like an eagle. It's all right.